We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. every time bro you told me off nah it's because i feel like kanye west sorry do the intro i'll explain after nah we can't do a take two it's inauthentic you know what i'm saying i was just at the dentist (laughs) the right side of my mouth i don't know that it's there yeah yeah no it's it's just numb Mm. but you know what my dentist said i said i said doc i don't first of all i don't think anyone calls the dentist doc Mm. except for me fire it's a doctor yeah yeah, yeah. doc just want to let you know i'm gonna be on a podcast later he goes really I was like, yeah, I'm not worried though. You know, he goes, he goes, you know. By the way, Kanye West recorded his first album with his with his mouth with his jaw wired shut. So I said, is this gonna be a Kanye performance? And he goes, yeah. So you know, I feel like through the wire, Kanye, right now. Got to push through it. Push through, fight through. That's what I'm talking about, bro. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. When I got my uh, my implants on my teeth, he put Novocaine also, mm-hmm. and it was the craziest thing because I was awake for it, obviously. Which I think all dentists work your week Mostly, for, right? I Mostly. feel like, yeah. And uh, I just remember hearing it, and I couldn't <laughs> feel nothing. And I got so creeped out. I was like, what the fuck, yo? Yep. Dude, I went under anesthesia when I tore my ACL. I'll never forget this. This was 2013, and it was December 19th. It was the championship of fantasy, right? And uh, the dude, it was this young kid. He was uh, not interning, but like he had just finished medical school and he was a nurse. He's like, hey, man, uh, you got her playing football and shit. I was like, yeah. He's like, yo, you a football fan? You follow like fantasy? (laughs) I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, dude, perfect, yo. So he's firing up the anesthesia and he's like, yo, man, I got a decision to make. I I need need two wide receivers you got to pick from. Nice. Good old pick two out of three or four. And he's like, yo, Emmanuel Sanders. Keenan Allen, someone else. He's like, what do you think? And he puts the shit over my face. And I go, oh, I would probably go with... <laughs> out, bro. That's all I... Re- and then I remember waking up and like I was out of surgery. I was like, what the fuck? Hopefully that kid won. 
Thank God. I mean, I didn't give him no advice, though. <laughs> <laughs> no advice. Dude. Put me to sleep, bro. That's a great story. Yeah, man. Yo. That shit was wild. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And apparently they said that I woke up during it. And then they just like, you woke up and said, Keenan Allen. <laughs> Keenan. Keenan. But yeah, man, it was uh, crazy shit. Crazy shit. You ever had surgery? Uh, nothing serious like that. I've never been put under. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Yeah. Hey, yo. Dude. I'll tell you something, though. To your point, when, with the mouth stuff, they numb you. You don't feel it, but you you fucking hear it. And, yeah. And, and, and you don't feel that it hurts, but you feel something. You feel that something's going on. And you could see it. You could see it being, like, done to you. And you just don't feel, like, the pr- piece of it that hurts. But you could feel the pressure. You know what I mean? So... Feel good though. I feel good. Great doc, Doctor nice, Black. Doctor Black. Let's go, man. Shouts to Doctor Black, yo. What'd you think of week three? A lot, a, a lot to say. Um, a lot of good games. This week, this slate. I, I was really excited about the slate of games, right? Mm. Um, Chiefs, Chargers, obviously. Pats, Saints, right? Relatively speaking, should have been a good game, right? Bucks, Rams, of course. Uh, Seahawks, Vikings, Packers, Niners. Just a lot of good games. So I was excited about. And and some delivered. Some mm. did it really deliver. Saints Patriots. Some delivered. Chiefs uh, Chargers. Um, so and then some games that you didn't think were going to deliver at all. Ravens Lions. Yeah. Could have been probably the most exciting game of the night or day. Yeah, yeah. Or I'd probably chalked it up to Sunday night. But nonetheless, good slate. Some of the games hit home. Some didn't. And the ones that you didn't think did. So pretty good. How was fantasy? I got smacked in both leagues. Come on, man. Yeah, it was bad. What I the were, records? Uh, one and two and two and one. Okay. So. Who let you down? Or did you just run into a buzzsaw? I got, yeah. I ran yeah. into a buzzsaw, yeah. One of those weeks where you, you, you know, by the end of the one o'clock, you just put your phone away. The worst thing in fantasy got to be when you're the second highest scorer on the slate and you just so happen to play the guy or girl that fucking went apeshit. Nothing worse. That was that one year that Josh... Josh was like third in points four in our league. Didn't make the playoffs. But had the most points allowed. <laughs> didn't make the playoffs. And didn't make the playoffs. It's tough. It's tough. So, um, yeah. And look, to, for, and, and, I, and I've said this on the pod before. I think I have a little bit of a problem where I w- look at my phone too much during fantasy. You know, like, I don't even l- get to see the highlights before I know what happens. Mm. Um, so. Dom started playing FanDuel and he's doing the Millie Makers and he's checking after every play. He's like, yo, I'm winning 5K. I'm like, bro, it's 115. Yeah. Trust me. The best thing to do, what I do, is I check at halftime of everything. Nice. Yeah. So I'll check around 215, 230. I haven't, I also, I'm not playing yearly this year. And when I play FanDuel or DraftKings, I make one DFS lineup. Big single entry guy. So I know who I have. If you hear it, you know. So I'm like, oh, okay, Herbert. All right. Loving it. Loving it. You know what I mean? So I know. Had AJ Brown this week though. Tough. Point three finished with. Got hurt, man. Yeah, yeah. just just killed me. But. At one point, none of those guys were on the field. Julio or AJ Brown. They're throwing to Khalif, not not even Khalif Raymond. They were throwing to uh, like Josh Reynolds and <laughs> tight ends and Fersker. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's you know you go crazy, dude. Always checking your phone. Yeah, but I, I, look, a lot of people are probably listening to this saying the same thing. They're like, yeah, I'm on my phone a lot. Yeah, so it helps when you know you're just getting dismantled early and you don't have to worry. Like last last week, I had to wait until. <clears throat> Aaron Jones put me over. Nice. That was a crazy game. The, the Aaron yeah, Jones the four night. touchdown, three, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, I, I won on Aaron Jones. So, you know, 
Yeah. It happens. It happens. What are you gonna do? I had a I had an awesome week. DFS? Across the board. Nice. Very nice football week. Uh, Giants let me down, but at this point, it's become second nature. Just expecting it. I sent you the Matt Corral highlight to the kid at Ole Miss. Yo, shut up, bro. You should start looking at some of these highlights, too. Let me Fuck. tell you something. That kid's a great dual threat <laughs> option. It depends. If you want someone that's going to sit in the pocket, I got a quarterback for you. You want more of a dual threat, I got another option for you. I got three first-round quarterbacks Can this you year. send me uh, highlights of Russell Wilson? That's tough. That's tough the pipe, sledding, that's right? the pipe dream. Yeah. That's the pipe dream. Nah, but yo, I had a I had a good weekend. The picks were on fire. Nice. Five and oh, four and oh. Five and oh in the mega contest. Hit my eliminator pool pick. The sports book was good. Who did you pick for eliminator? Denver. Got it. And I switched. And I switched. I had the Jaguars plus seven and a half. And I switched that to Denver minus ten. Nice. I was like, yo. Yeah. One of those. I can't see the I Jets can't see it happening. Close. I love the Panthers in eliminator pool picks this week. Yeah. Because you're playing the Texans, obviously, short week. It's like, you don't really know what this Panthers team is going to be down the line. Mm-hmm. So if there's ever a time to take the Panthers, right. it's this week. And I like the Broncos strategy as well. If there's ever a week, you don't really know how good they are yet. They haven't really beat some great teams. So take them earlier on when they're playing the bad teams and you get them out the way. So good strategy. And I did something similar. Yeah, so I, I lucked out. I took uh, Bengals week one. <laughs> so check this out. I went, I, I always get two entries. Mm-hmm. And one I do like super conservative missionary, mm-hmm. and the other one I get like wild. You know what I'm saying? Like I get fun- so Bengals week one hit that. Then I had Rams, my my two picks. Right, so they both hit. Then last week, last week I lost one. Okay. And then who did you have? Who did I have last week? Don't say Chiefs. No, 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 not the Chiefs. Man, I forgot who I had last week. But oh, I had good. Green Bay on the one that I took the Bengals, which was nice. Because I was like, yo, you know, Green Bay, if you look at their schedule, there's a lot of games where their tough games are away. Mm-hmm. I don't like taking away teams in these pools. I like taking the home team. Yeah. Always. That's yeah. one of my rules. Yeah. So I've gotten away with Bengals, Packers, and Broncos. And I feel pretty good about it. Of those three teams, you'd say one is elite-ish. Like, in terms of, you'd, that's a team you'd probably want to pick down the line. Right. So you have you right, know, and I've gotten away yeah. with teams that I'm probably not going to take again. But yeah. what do you what do you think about, dude? Sam Darnold, what do you what do you make of this? He scored two rushing touchdowns, but they're three and zero. Now we always talk about how week one there's a result, or week two, where come week seven and eight when we look back, we're like, how the hell did this team lose to this team by that much? Mm-hmm. It's already the front runner. It might be that Saints blowout of yeah. the Packers. Yep. But what do you make of the Panthers and Sam Darnold, dude? Because 3-0, their schedule is not that difficult, though they do got to play Tampa twice. Yeah. They got to play everyone in their division another two times, with the exception being the Saints. But now they're going to have to go to the Superdome. And I'm pretty sure that the Giants-Saints game this week is at the Superdome, technically the home opener for them. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you make of the Panthers, bro? I think the defense is a lot better than a lot of people thought. Yeah. I think... Though though they just made the trade for... They traded Dan Arnold, right? Well, they got Henderson, DJ Henderson, former yeah. first-round pick from the Jaguars because it seems like J.C. Horn is yeah. done for the year. Yeah. Poor dude was balling, too. Though what's crazy is, I can't remember if I said on the pod, but they went from one elite linebacking core to another one. Seems like it. Dude. Shaq Thompson's still there, sort of the OG now, before he was the young buck. Yeah. You had Keekly. Yeah. Now you have Burns. You have a bunch of studs now, man. So, um, I mean, look, if you think about it, you know, they spent a lot of top 15, top 20 picks on defensive players. So, it only makes sense that it's now kind of starting to pan out. 
Matt Rule, man, coach of the year, just looks really good at this point. You text me that during the game. I mean, you know, it's always that coach, whether it's a first-year coach. It's either a first-year coach that kind of turns something around, right? Or it's some, or it's a coach of a team that no one really expected to be as good as they are. And, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have Carolina third in this division. And, you know, they're 3-0 at this moment. So, really surprised. Oh, shit. Breaking news NBA. You ready for this shit? Ben Simmons. Nah. Michael Porter Jr. Not vaccinated. <laughs> has agreed on a five-year max contract 207 million bro oh, listen that's i think that's a lot bro yeah for a guy that doesn't play a lick of defense <laughs> that the he hasn't been hit he hasn't been injury hurt. prone yeah. but yo that's a hefty immediate reaction no idea what to think of that. I mean, now you have three guys on big deals. That's that's my first reaction, right? Jamal Murray, now coming off an ACL. Jokic, defending MVP, who's literally getting no respect from anyone. They're like, yo, you basically won MVP because you put up big numbers. And you but, stayed healthy. But you stayed healthy. I don't know, man. Boy, that, yo, that's that's a steep contract, dude. How many years? Five-year extension. How many? 207 mil. So here's the thing, right? That's crazy. I know you have to give guys money. You have to pay certain guys to keep your core. Mm-hmm. I would be the worst GM in sports. I can't see him being an all-NBA guy. I can see it. So if you can't make all-NBA, I can't give you a max. I agree. But I will say, in the new modern NBA, you know, if this guy is going to eventually start scoring 30 points a game, you know, they're banking on him taking a massive step this year. You know what I mean? With Murray out for the first, I don't know, half of the year maybe? He'll, he'll probably be out until the All-Star break. This is, a, this is an opportunity to, to, to secure a guy early and say, hey, we're, we're counting on you a lot, especially earlier on this year. That's crazy. I need more time to like digest. And, and also think about it, dude. Last year he, he averages close to 20 a game. It was like 18 or 19-ish, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember he did, when Murray went down, him, Gordon, they really – Stepped up because the whole knock was, yo, they're going to fall apart now. But Jokic mm-hmm. kept them afloat. He was a big part of that. But you're basically rewarding him for one one good season that he had. And yeah, he exceeded expectations, but his rookie year, he doesn't play. Second year, he plays like, what, 30 games? The bubble year? Yeah. This happens, though, with young guys. Like, I, this this contract makes me think of Jalen Brown. Let me pull up the... when Yeah, pull that up. When Jalen Brown got his extension... I feel like 90% of the Twitter world and Twitter, NBA Twitter, 90% of, of, of that pocket of people was like, why did they give him this money? Mm-hmm. And he clearly, like, they paid him, and then that was the year he took a step. So they probably, you know, they have better looks at him more than anybody else. So you're saying that maybe this year he comes out and drops 25 a game, and two years from now you're like, Yo, that's a good contract yes. because of the new market. Yeah, that's because the Jalen Brown contract is is yeah, yeah, yeah. is is, uh, is very good right now. And I remember people being outraged. Uh, I feel that. So he didn't play in 2018-19 because of the the back injury. Yeah. The bubble, he played 55 games, started eight, averaged nine points a game. I was right. He averaged 20. Well, 19 last year, played 61 of the games. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, this is instant. It's very rare where we get reactions like this, but this is uh, 
This is an interesting one, man. I'll say one thing. I have to check you for a second. Deal is worth up to 172, 172 million, unless he reaches the designated max criteria and makes one of the three all NBA teams. Oh. So it's 172 as is, 200 plus if he makes an all NBA. So. Were the all NBA bonuses? Yeah, yo, that gotta suck too, dude. Imagine you don't get. Imagine you're deserving because it's a it's a media vote. Yeah, that gotta be ass if some fucking random ass dude in Atlanta holds the right to your thirty million dollars. It works both ways, like a Kemba. Sure. Porter Jr. joins Luca, Trey Young, and SGA as a 2018 draft peers who signed a max rookie's extensions with the super max provisions. So. Um, I would say Luca, Trey Young, and SGA, maybe. Well, I would say Luca and Trey Young are definitely in a class above him. Yeah, and you can make the argument that like Otto Porter, uh, Otto Porter Jr., uh, 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 Porter Michael. Jr., Michael Porter Jr. Um, is kind of in the SGA range. I'd probably put SGA in, in, in a tier slightly above him, still below those other guys though. But we'll see, man. It's all about him staying healthy and him developing into anything on defense because he has the body right it's just the effort and and, and the know-how so well i remember him coming out he was a consensus number one pick and then he got hurt the back the back injury yeah we'll see man all right let's get let's get back to the the football rundown with the panthers that was really exciting nba seating up media week yeah this week the Kyrie thing by the way is crazy yeah yeah that's that's really wild but in typical Kyrie fashion, kind of just always making headlines, right? It's tough because I love Kyrie for what he does for the community. He's great at giving back. He does things a lot. A lot of things under the radar where no one knows about all of the great things that he does. And then like four months later, it's like, oh, yeah, Kanye, Kanye, Kyrie bought someone a house. Yeah. Like they lost their parents. He bought him a house. Like he does a lot of that awesome, amazing shit. And then he, you know, there's some other bonehead stuff that he does. Earth's flat. A lot of other things. So, um Take the good with the bad, I guess. Yeah. Last thing I want to mention about the Panthers, and we got super sidetracked, but it was dope to have some, like, breaking news-ish, even though it won't be breaking news by the time you guys hear this. Dude, Sam Darnold, you take a guy from a bad situation, put him on a good situation. Joe Brady, Mm -hmm. dope. Fits. He fits. Perfect. Matt Rule, Culture changing over in, in, in Carolina, and he, he got some weapons, bro. And look, Chubba Hubbard is going to step in now for McCaffrey. He's going to be solid. I loved him coming out of Oklahoma State. It was unfortunate that he went to a team with, Car- with the Panthers because McCaffrey's there and so dominant. Mm-hmm. But, again, McCaffrey, you're probably not drafting him anymore in fantasy, right? I mean, I'd, I'd pony up some dough for him in fantasy for sure. Chubba Hubbard. Oh, Chubba yeah, Chubba Hubbard yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, if you're in one of those AAVs. Yeah. Um. DJ Moore, eight receptions, 126 yards, 12 targets. Terrence Marshall Jr., not sure what's happening with Robbie Anderson. Yeah. But, I mean, there's some studs there, man. There's some really good weapons. The defense is no joke. Very fast, explosive. Matt Rule is a culture changer. Everywhere he goes, it's like the first year, not that great. Second year, crazy turnaround. So, um, just really impressed with what they're doing, man. They're getting – Tremble scores a touchdown. It's It's – they're kind of making it work with a lot of different people, man. So, kudos to them. And Joe Brady will be a head coach in no time. Probably the best haircut in the NFL as well. Fresh, fresh. Like you got it right. Yeah, he reminds me of like a McVay in a way. Young, hotshot, offensive mind. Can relate to the players. You know, he'll be he'll be a head coach soon too. I was wrong. My my week one overreaction should have been that 
Joe Brady will be a head coach and not uh, Shane Waldron. Hmm. But I love what's happening in Buffalo. Talk about a game that we're going to look back and be like, what the fuck happened there? Week one? The week one shit. Ste- yeah. Which, shout out, Steelers on the money line. I just love that. However, this is if, you're, if you want to be taken serious, if you want to be a contender, this is what you do. You stomp a mud hole, to quote the great Stone Cold Steve Austin, in people's asses. Yep. Did that to Miami. Did that to Washington yesterday. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's the Josh Allen that everyone was saying. MVP. Breakouts, even you know, double down on that breakout season. What do you have? Like three hundred sixty yards? I think he had five total touchdowns. <sighs> Bro, Cole Beasley. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, not terrible. No comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> big, big game for him, man. Eleven catches, ninety-eight yards. Emmanuel Sanders went going. Like, yo, Buffalo is. That's that's a mark to me of a good team, man. Yeah. And look, Washington's defense. Overrated. The uh, the defensive line definitely, I can't like put my finger on it. Uh, some of the people that I respect, what they're saying is like, this may sound crazy. Their stamina is not the greatest. They'll hmm. play well early in the game, and then they'll kind of fall apart towards the end. Is that a product of the offense not controlling the ball long enough, and your defense defense is just exhausted? So those are some of the, the 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 things that I'm reading in terms of Washington, um, but. Yeah, Cole Beasley, 11 snags. Emmanuel Sanders, two touchdowns. Um, Moss getting it done as well. Every week it's someone different. So um, just you know, kudos to the Bills, man. Brian Dable will be a head coach real soon. So last year, Washington's defense, they beat Dalton twice. A young Jalen Hurts. For a quarter, and then they brought in Sudfeld. Remember, Giants Twitter was going crazy. They f- they wanted to lose the game on purpose. They wanted to lose the game to keep the Giants out, which, by the way, Giants, you know, be better. Let's mm-hmm. not win six games and get excited about. They beat the Niners without Jimmy G. They beat Big Ben, which at the last, like, four games of the year, you're like, yo, Big Ben has fallen off a cliff. Yeah. So they're not exactly beating Mahomes and Lamar. Like, they really are living off that one game they had in the playoffs against Brady and the Bucks, where they kept them in check. And it was a, not not kept them in check. That's the wrong term, but it was a closer game. To and the then, team that won. And then Taylor, Taylor Heineke. So, I don't know, man. Buffalo's defense is getting – like, Daniel Jones lit him up. Uh, Josh Allen lit him up, which you expect Josh Allen yeah. to do that. But, uh, you know, it seems like – I feel like it's safe to say you can maybe eliminate Washington from... Cross them off the list? Yeah. I don't know if that's like a hot take, but your one win is against the Giants where the Giants should have won that game. Yeah. Like, the Giants should not be a winless team. We'll get to them in a second. But, dude, you're, you know, just... I don't know. I don't know what it is on Washington, but I just love, love what Buffalo's doing. Good teams win, great teams cover, and they're covering, like, comfortably. You're cashing in that ticket at halftime. Like, yo, I'm good. I think a lot of the good teams, you think about the Packers, think about the Bills, they didn't play their start as much in the preseason. Right. I forget who said it, but they were basically saying, like, in a, in a, in a roundabout way, the first couple weeks of the NFL season are kind of like preseason, especially if you're a team that you're, you you have Super Bowl aspirations, playoff aspirations. You're not going to risk any of these yeah. main guys, you know? So this is all just 
And, and and to the Bills' point, you know they they dealt with some like vaccine COVID issues in the preseason with with, with uh, Beasley and 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 McKenzie and and so putting it together and the and that AFC East is not as potentially not as strong as people thought. Mm-hmm. So this could really be a cakewalk to the division as well with the Patriots losing yesterday as well. And we'll see. Do you think that the NFL is faster than Justin Fields thought? After his comments in the preseason, I have so much to say. Holla just at me, a bro. lot of stat. I got you came in. You're like, yo, I got stats. I have a stat of the day. Holla at me. <sighs> Justin Tucker's field goal, which will damn, I feel bad saying it, but we'll cover that too. Yeah. Justin Tucker's field goal was 19 yards longer than the Bears' offense gained yesterday. <laughs> damn. I know Cleveland's defense is good, but fuck. Dan Orlovsky, who I like, mm-hmm. I don't love ESPN. I like Dan Orlovsky. He said Matt Nagy's game plan was the worst he's ever seen in his entire life. He played on the 0-16 Lions. Right. So here's the thing. What, what I realized was it reminded me a lot of when Lamar Jackson stepped in for Joe Flacco. And yeah, the Ravens won with Lamar, but they had that offense built. You've said this a lot in the past too, where... Lamar didn't have his offense catered to him. Yep. It looked like they were trying to run that Andy Dalton shit with Justin Fields. And, like, dude is just not ready. And that's not who he is. And that's not who he is also. So stop. Look, I get you want to protect young quarterbacks. And maybe maybe we don't need to see guys early. If you look at, you know, the rookie quarterbacks this year are 1-10 in 10 straight up and against the spread. The only win... Is Mac Jones against another rookie, Zach Wilson? Yep. So maybe, and these dudes have looked bad. Like, who's been the best rookie quarterback? Would you say the first couple? I'd probably say it was probably Mac Jones the first couple weeks, but that's because they didn't ask him to do anything. Right. It was ground and pound, you know, play action. You, you know, you know, couple. You know, it, it's been Mac Jones. You know, a couple picks yesterday, but, but yeah, I would say a, Mac. But they didn't ask him to do much, and he's not really lighting it up like Herbert and Burrow were doing last year. So it's like, yeah, it's it's Mac Jones, but mm, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I just I just didn't understand that with uh with, with the Bears and dude, Matt Nagy was a guy I was like, I don't want people to get fired. I think that's a dick move to have that. But I'm also a degenerate and I like betting it. First coach fired. First coach fired. That had all the makings of a dude, and. The the logic for me was, yo, he's going to go into the season with Dalton, and Dalton is just going to shit the bed, and they're going to be like one and four, and he's still going to be going to Dalton. It's going to be like, yo, dude, you got to get out. Yeah. They got like a week eight, week nine, bye week two. But I just think Cleveland, another thing, they got Odell back, had some catches. It was nice to see him out there too. Uh, Nick Chubb just feels like he just always gets 80 yards. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just wanted to say – the Nagy thing, he has that, that Bears offense has 575 yards in three games. That's the worst in the NFL. That's the least amount in the NFL by. I'm looking at this. Look, Chicago, three games, 575 yards. The next team is the Saints, 702 yards. Mm-hmm. The Jets' offense has been garbage. 750 yards in three games. That, that helps put it into perspective yeah. a little bit. Yo, so what's up? You're missing Matt Nagy, man, offensive guru. Quiet now, huh? I don't. It's tough. It's peep. hard to. It's hard to defend <laughs> it. You know, it like is, you yeah. can, you can, you can make the argument that, you know, in some of those other years, maybe they overachieved, maybe they underachieved. You don't really know, right? Yeah. The defense was good. He got. Did you, did he get out a lot of Trubisky? Did he not? 
but the video of you see Nick Foles on the sideline. Did you see it? Yeah. He's like he. Go, I think he goes. He goes something along the lines of this offense just isn't working. He, Nick Foles says it to Dalton on the sideline. So. Yeah, because they're running offense that you two should yeah, be running. It's tough, man. I mean, well, right, you, got yeah. a, you got an athlete in there. Maybe that's why it's not working. Yeah, the so problem, I don't think I don't think that was a slight to Justin Fields. That could have been a oh, coaching slight. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was. It's tough because Matt Nagy is, is a he's coaching for his job. Right. And when you're trying to develop a quarterback, I feel like those two things the line gets blurred a little bit. You know, in the back of his head, he's like. Does Dalton give me the best chance to win? Does Does Fields give me the best chance to win? I don't know, but this is a rookie quarterback. If I play him, can I bench him? Like, can can I play him and then put him back on the bench? There's just so many of those types of things that you have to think about, which makes it tough. He's in that like weird NBA GM position when a dude knows he's on the hot seat. He's like, yo, you know what? I can get Blake Griffin and give up three first round picks or some shit. Bring in Blake, excite the fan base a little bit. Like well, that's what happened with him on the Pistons, right? Yeah. And the dude gets fired. And then I come in as the new GM. I'm like, I got this wild-ass contract in Blake. I got no future assets. Fuck, man. What am I doing here? I want to say one more thing about that, and it's it's the idea of... Personally, I think he was hoping to... Because Andy Dalton, say what you want about him, he's a high-floor guy. He may not like lose you a whole bunch of... He may not win you a whole bunch of games. How high he, in this building is this floor? I'm like, not sure. Second floor? But what I'm trying to say is he may not like lose you games. It'll be vanilla. It'll be generic. But if, def- if you take care of the ball and your defense plays well, you maybe get a special teams play here or there, he can like not you lose you the game. Part of me feels like he was trying to kind of keep the ship afloat for a couple weeks with Dalton. Like, fuck, we're not going to make the playoffs. All right, Fields. And then maybe Fields has some success later in the season, and then he gets to keep his job because he was the one, who, you know, he he had Justin Fields playing well, right? Mm. Now if it's like, oh, it kind of looks, looks dysfunctional, now, now he has no chance to keep that job. So I kind of think it was it was a strategic strategic decision by Nagy to not play Fields so that he knew they weren't going to be that great anyway. So it's like, mm. let's just wait, hold out as long as possible, Hopefully show some si- show some signs so that I can get an extension, which is not the way you're supposed to coach your team. Right, but yo, you know what's so weird, dude? Imagine if the Chargers' medical staff never punctured Tyrod's lung. We probably don't see Herbert until later. Like yeah. eventually, you were gonna see Herbert, but it's such a slippery slope because, say, the Chargers' medical staff don't do that, right? And you get Tyrod until week eight, and then they decide to go to Herbert, and he just lights it up. What's going to be the narrative? How the hell did this guy not play all year? Yeah. But then when you play him early and he's struggling, it's like, how the hell did, did you, you play, play him so early? I'll say one thing, though. The, the idea, the, the, the component that you just mentioned in terms of how did you not play him, I feel like sitting a quarterback, if you sit a quarterback and he plays really well, you can say he played well because he sat. sat. I hear what you're saying, though, but... It's tough to kind of... It's tough. It kind of feels like a lose-lose regardless, right? Exactly. Yeah, man. That's so funky. So... What do you think of Cleveland as we wrap up that? They kind of just did what they had to do, right? Baker didn't do too much. Punch you in the face on the ground, man. Baker Mayfield, 27 to 35 pass attempts is like a sweet spot for him. Yeah. If he got to go out there and sling it 50 times... I don't know if you want that. Look, dude, he he made one bad throw against the Chiefs, and it was the pick. And it wasn't even a bad throw. He just 
you know, he tripped up or, or whatever. He got, he got, you know, tripped and the ball didn't make it to his receiver. Like the, the big thing is like, what does Baker Baker's extension look like? Cause mm. he's going to get a, he's going to get a deal. Yeah. Is it, if you're Cleveland, you're going to pay him because at least now you're going into a season and you're like, yeah, Yo, you know what? We got Baker. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. You don't got to up that, that Jersey would have like 27, 26 names the, until Baker. Got there. Yeah. 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 I think his contract will sit somewhere in between. You know, the problem is another thing is like Lamar Jackson hasn't signed his deal yet either. Mm. So the only thing that they could really go off of is Josh Allen's and, you know, I guess the, the most recent one other than Josh Allen was Mahomes, but they're not going to get Mahomes yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's one of the issues. And Lamar doesn't have an agent, which is the next game that we're going to talk about too. Um, the new Legatron? Justin Tucker? Yo, I, I was... Where do you think... Where do you think he ranks? As a kicker? Yeah. He's got to be one of the greatest, right? In terms of like, I mean, Vinatieri has like the most iconic types of kicks. I like this. But gun to my head, hit a 50, I'm taking Justin Tucker. Bro, he is just, that was so wild. I, I, I swear to you, when they were lining up to kick the ball, I said I said to myself, I said, for some reason, I feel like he's going to hit this. And the only reason I thought so was because it was indoors. Yo, you remember a couple of years ago on Monday Night Football when Flacco was the quarterback? He had a six-field goal game against yes. the Lions. And at the press conference, he's like, I'd like to thank my fantasy team and shit like that because he had himself yeah. on fantasy and then they made him the next day at Baltimore be like hey I take that back man it was a team effort because he got <laughs> so hype because he, like, he had hit like a 60 yarder too dude hits bombs yeah. bro and you know what's funny you always see those graphics that'll be like oh he hit a 53 yard field goal but it was good from 62 it's like that was that was only good from 66 like <laughs> one yeah I know right <laughs> legit hit broke the record you think that gets broken? I th- I don't I don't think anyone could break that. I mean, dude, I would say records are. I hate to use the t- cl- cliche term that records are meant to be broken, but I think players are evolving, bro. Athletes are getting stronger, they're getting faster, they're getting more flexible. Like, bro, he hit that from the other forty-four. I know, but that's wild. That's a bomb, son. It's it's tough. Yo, there's quarterbacks that can't throw sixty-six yards. Dude, hit a field goal. Yeah. Um. I don't know what to say, man. 66, a bomb, to your point. Um, Detroit, a lot of people, a lot of Ravens teasers got crushed yesterday. <laughs> well, not nah, a lot of Ravens teasers hit because of that. Or if they had them on the money line. You could have right. had them on minus two and you were cooked. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> Dude, Detroit, though, man. Like, fourth and 20? And you let them convert that? 0-3? I feel great if I'm a Lion fan. Call yo, me crazy. Yo, I said the same thing, dude. We did a segment on uh, upsets and underdogs where we had to pick the best 0-3 team. And I was like, yo, I kind of like Detroit of the bunch. They're scrappy. They're, they're at least competitive. They got some pieces that I like. Hawkinson, Swift. You know, they're getting after. They, they kind of shut down the Ravens there. And Goff is better than people. I think Goff is proving people wrong. That like, okay, he's not as good as Stafford, but he's not as bad as We're making him out to be. Yes. Um... Without a doubt. And, and yeah, 0 and 3. The first half game, first half of that Packers game, they were pretty much, I think they had to lead in the first half. They were, they were either tied or it was like 
you thought that maybe they could pull an upset. Yeah. And then it started raining, and then golf. Apparently, golf has like small hands. Yes. So In when it rains, you know, I got that problem too. Where when I grip a football, you know, I'm a, I'm a dome quarterback when I play, right? Like I need. <laughs> oh yeah, because those exist for touch football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I play touch football over seventy degrees. Watch out. Under fifty. Might be up in the air. <laughs> to your point, bro. Play hard. Dan Campbell, great, you know, great group there. Um, you you have to be like, even though you're zero three, you gotta, you know, feel good about it, you know. And even if you know, it, oh, man, I, it's just it's just one of those things with the Ravens, you know, two close games as well. You know, what could their record be if they don't pull those out? Um, the skill guys, Hollywood, uh, uh, Hollywood Brown dropped a couple, uh, you know, they're his uh, Lamar needs help, man. Like you can't do it with just Mark Andrews and, 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 and Lamar's legs, bro. Like he needs some help. And so I don't know, Un- unreal kick. And, and one that I felt like he was going to hit regardless. I'm not just saying that. Ah, yes. NFL football is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NFL tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I cannot wait to use TickPick to go to a game this year. And in particular, not a Giants game because I'm done with them until proven otherwise. I'm not going to waste my money to just go be miserable for three and a half hours and then sit in traffic in the Lincoln Tunnel on the way back. Thanks a lot, Dave Gettleman. But I plan on going to Vegas a couple times this football season. And I'm looking forward to going to that new Raiders Stadium, go to a game out in Vegas, see what that vibe is like. First season with fans for the Raiders Stadium. So that's probably where I'll be using my tick pick services. And I'm sure they'll have me covered. So if you want to go to a game this year, visit tickpick.com slash VM today and use the promo code VM to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. That is VM as the promo code to get $10 off your first order of NFL tickets. Titans Colts Colts 0-3 Titans 2-1 now I think of all the games on the slate This was the one that Anytime red zone it would cut to I was like oh my god can we switch off Just just didn't do it for me man Carson Wentz I think I'm officially off Yeah I think it's just Some would say that it took long enough It's about time Cause I was holding on to Carson Winstock, like you know, like when wrestlers are in a sharpshooter and they're reaching for that bottom rope. Yeah, like, oh, almost there. That was me with Carson Winstock. I just, just plagued by injury. Yeah. Um, just he he just he looks like damaged goods, and it it just seems as if there's no coming back from that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Do you think it was something that happened in Philly? Dude, I'll never forget that one time you came in here before we started recording and then you mentioned it on the pod. You're like, yo, did you know that there's a statue of Nick Foles outside the stadium? <laughs> I was like, hey, he's like, yo, you don't think that's a problem for Carson Wentz? 
That sucks. That might be a mental thing where he's just like fraud. And you know, part of me also feels like the shit bags that he was playing with in Philly towards the end, shitty offensive line, no weapons. Part of me feels like maybe it like polluted him in a way to the point where like, because when you watch Wentz, it's clear that he holds onto the ball for a little too long. It's clear that he tries to do too much. And I wonder if that's like subconscious from him dealing with crap in Philly, like really trying to make too much happen because... That year he did well, and, and the year he did well, that MVP, air quotes, he wasn't doing much, right? He was just like, the offense wasn't well built out. He was just kind of making the simple play, you know, r- rushing the ball here and there. But it, it just feels like now he just tries to do too much. And when you don't have that much around you, it's tough. So um, I'm, a, I'm worried about that. The offensive line hasn't been great either, which was supposed to be a cold yeah. strength. New rule. If you're a starting quarterback, you get hurt. Your backup wins the Super Bowl, sell your house. Sucks to say, man. You got you to gotta dip. Yeah. Unless, unless, God forbid, Mahomes goes down, where you know, like, you're clearly the man and you've won there, that's an exception. But if you're anybody else, like, yo, bro, it's, it's quiet for you. You got to get out. The tough thing about that is, like, <laughs> yo, you'd be like, oh, Wentz, he almost won an MVP. That's clearly his team. We all know that. Yeah. Gets the contract. Right. I'm been, being funny have. and serious in the same way. Like, yo, especially when they build a statue for the dude, you're like, yo, fuck, man. Couldn't be, couldn't, you, you're on the money there. Hey, Titans, uh, I don't know if I could get behind them because I, I feel like their defense is just sus. Yes. It's tough. It's, it, it, Offensively, it's, I mean, it's hard to not like their guys. And I know A.J. Brown went down. It's not supposed to be anything too severe. Maybe missed this week. But, you know, when they could run the ball, Again, Derrick Henry is just going to continue to smash all narratives of running backs with 370 touches, back-to-back years. It's like, dude, we got to start making exceptions for like guys that are just freak athletes, right? LeBron. Yeah, LeBron could play 20 years at this level. Derrick Henry is not your average running back. Dude is a behemoth. 353 yards through three weeks. Everyone was going to... Every, and he, he started off slow week yeah. one. It was like a dud. I feel like people were saying, oh, is this the year Derrick Henry falls off a cliff? Not the case. I've been saying it for three years, hoping that one of them one might be One of them right, it right? is. <laughs> um, what I was impressed with was... I don't know if impressed is the word, but... 31 touches this week. 41 last week. Overtime game last, right? Like, just you'd think, like, maybe this is the week... Maybe, no? Well, well, you don't want to know why. Uh, Nick Westbrook, I don't even know the guy's name. Uh, no no disrespect. Four receptions. Julio, three receptions. Derrick Henry tied for second in receptions on that team. Like, to your point, the receivers went down. Gutsy win, man. You know, tough win. Uh, are they the team to beat in that division? <laughs> you don't feel good about it. Dude, look at, look at the other two teams in that division. Houston and Jacksonville. Like, they might – I don't think they're good, though the Seattle win was impressive going in there yeah. and also coming back. It was like 30-16, to 16 and you yes. came back and won. Yes. That's very impressive. However, this division might be like the NFC East last year where the Titans are going to win with like nine eight and wins. Eight. Yeah, 8-9, eight, nine, 9 and 8, and it's like, all right, cool. You're going to host a home game. Yeah. But you're probably going to be an underdog to uh, Chargers or Chiefs or Raiders, whoever happens to be that first wildcard team. Speaking of which, you saw my boy yesterday? Kyler? Nah, <laughs> my boy boy. Who? Now, Kyler was my boy last year. Jay Herbert. Justin Herbert. 
That's ball sack by the coach. Dude. You that yo, you know what's crazy? I was talking to my roommate Maddie B this morning and he Shout was Shout to Matt, yo, always showing love. That's my guy too. He was saying all oh, how, you know, that was a little risky. Why didn't they kick the field goal? You know, I was like, yo, you gotta beat the to beat the Chiefs, you have to out out balls them. Like Staley just like rested him on the table. He's like, This is what we're dealing he with. He said, today. Look, bro, I, I, I know what we're we're going up against here. I don't want to give this guy too much time. I don't wanna, I don't even want to give him the ball back. Yeah. And they still gave him the ball back. Yeah. But throwing the ball, stopping the clock, like that that was a perfect game. And and it sounds so cliche and cheesy, but it's like that was a perfect example of them winning the game. Took and that's that sound, shit. yeah. Nah, took, but I know what you mean. They, they didn't go in shit. there like conservative and like, oh, you know, let's kick the field goal, handoffs to Eckler. You know, Herbert changed the play at the line because he saw one on one with Mike Williams. And Mike Williams is having an unbelievable season so far. Seven for 122 and two touchdowns. The biggest X factor with Mike Williams, contract year. My guy wants to get paid. So he's balling out. Also, he's now with a quarterback that fits his skill set, right? He's a guy who... Down the field. Down the field, jump ball situations. Phillip Rivers couldn't do that. Couldn't really do that. That's why Keenan... If you look at Keenan Allen in games that he starts and finishes with Herbert, the floor is like nine targets. Or nine catches. Like, dude is just getting peppered with targets. I don't understand how in the world does everybody know on third down the ball's going to Keenan Allen and people just can't stop it. Yeah. Fourth down, just going to Keenan. Like, it's just so crazy. But going back to the ballsy thing, apparently Justin Herbert audibled from a a, a run to Mike Williams. Go in there. They win that. Then they missed the extra point. That kicker, man. Oh, you know, Chargers. Can you get yeah. Tampa Bay finally found a kicker? Can the Chargers find a kicker? I need you, bro. What's up? Just uh, extra yo, points. Extra points. I won't. I, I'd never miss an extra point. Well, now the new extra point. Come on, bro. Nice. You shouldn't miss under forty. That's the under forty. Shout out to my coach Tanowski. He used to be like, "Yo, I'll, I'll fuck you up if you miss under 40. No, I that's don't. legit. If you miss a fifty-five yard field goal, yeah, man. You know that's a, that's a shot. But, like, yo, you can't be missing extra points. Extra points are 35, right? 33. 33. Come on, dude. Chiefs currently have a losing record for the first time since week 10, 2015. Bro, do you think they listen to the podcast, the NFL? Why? When I was like, the way to beat the Chiefs, stopping Kelsey and Tyreek. Ravens stopped Tyreek last week. Yeah. Chargers yesterday. Kelsey went crazy. They're like, yo, let Kelsey do his thing. But, yo, if Tyreek don't pop off. You know they just sh- they just signed Josh Gordon. They need help at wide receiver, bro. It's like I, yo, I said it during I said it during the preview with Allen. I said Allen could be the number two on the Chiefs and catch eighty balls. It's like you'd think they maybe draft someone. <laughs> they should have drafted with the Edwards Alaire pick. They should have drafted a wide receiver, which which is unfortunate because dude actually had a good game yesterday. Had yeah, yeah. hundred. But I, I get what you're saying. Yo, are you are you worried about the Chiefs? Nah, they could be three zero. I said this to you would be a text. They could very much, very well be three and zero. Would yeah. you agree or disagree? No, yeah, you're right. One bounce here, one bounce there. But isn't that a lot of teams, bro? Like I felt the same way about Minnesota. Right, another team I was a little bit higher on than others were. Yeah, early though, of course. I feel like a lot of teams you can make the case should have had better records. But listen, monster game next Monday. We should go off for that game, bro. Be down. Raiders, Chargers, this is where I need Herbert to come out. <laughs> five touchdowns, prime, prime time. Because then you know what Tuesday is going to be, right? 
is Justin Herbert the MVP the of the league? Yeah. And you know I'm going to just be over there like. You need those big wins. I'll be hitting that Randy Orton pose just like. Fucking out here, bro. You know, to, to, they could be 3-0. and They can also be 0-3. Who's this? The Chiefs, in a yeah. way. Yeah. So, now Andy Reid's in the hospital. Um, prayers up. Everything, supposedly everything's all good. It was more precaution than it was anything else. Yeah, but that's going to be everyone's hammer. Everyone and their mother are hammering the Chiefs next week against the Eagles. Oh, are they going to lose three? I wonder when the last time Andy Reid was... I wonder where Andy Reid's record is off of two straight losses. Because hmm. I was curious to know what he was off of a loss, and they just lost again. Yeah, back-to-back. Back. So First time below 500, you said, right? Since 2015. First time ever with, the, with Mahomes yeah. as a starter. Saints, Pats. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for Mac because a couple of those picks weren't his fault. You yeah. look at the box. If you didn't watch the game and if you really didn't know what was going on, you'd be like, oh, Mac had a bad game. And I'm not saying he had a great game, but one of the picks went off of his receiver's hand and another one was like a tip as well. So it's like, you know. Look, I slander PFF a lot. Yeah. They do a good job with quarterbacks where like they give grades on QBs based off that was a dime to the wide receiver, it just ricocheted off his helmet and it got picked. Yeah, on the box score, it looks like a pick. I like when PFF does that. Yeah. And also, I like their, their offensive lineman grades. Because I'm not really gonna... watching O-line like that. But there are some things that they say and do that I'm not a fan of. But sort of to touch on your point about Mac Jones, where, yeah, the box score looked bad. I mean, the one pick that got housed by Jenkins was, you know, it got deflected. Yeah. What are you going to do? And, the, uh, yeah, that was the one I'm talking about. Off the right, hands. right. It's like, uh, but I'll tell you this. He threw the ball 51 times yesterday. That's you not, have that. you, you can't, can't have, have that. Yeah. You, you know, can't have your rookie th- throw that many times. Saints Unless you want it to get killed like Joe Burrow did last year. Say, yo, everyone predicted a Saints regression in 2021. The defense, though, bro, has been, I think, look, it has its ups and downs, but I definitely think it's been producing and it's been the backbone of the two and one start. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's no other way to say it. They do, do a great job week one against the. Against the what the Packers, right? Yep. And then you have a great game here as well. Um, good secondary, good linebacker. You know, Taysom Hill getting involved as well. Um, I don't know. Yo, Jameis Winston. Do you know how many <laughs> yeah. passing yards he has? No. <laughs> what would you What would you guess? Sorry, he's played all three games. Like, what would you guess is how many passing yards he has? Six hundred. <laughs> no. That's two hundred a game. Bro, three hundred eighty-seven. They might win 10 games and I'll have like 1,400 yards. <laughs> Did you see the video of Demario Davis giving the pregame speech? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. James is the best. Yeah. He goes, I got him. He's just doing like a, a, he's doing like a pregame hype. And, 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 and Demario Davis is like, you, you have to watch the video. You'll have to tweet it out. Yeah, there was, there was one where he was talking about his trainer. He's like, yo, my training in the offseason. You know, he, he, said, he said, what did he say again? Yeah, but he says something. Let's just be prepared. <laughs> he goes, you know, we're prepared. You know, all off season, my trainer said, "What did my trainer say?" <laughs> I forgot what he said. But we're prepared. He's great. He and I think it's authentic. Like I don't think he's acting. Nah, I bro, just think he's kind of like a little ditzy. Yeah, you know, and he's having fun. Yeah, you know, he's like, "Yo, I'm a starting QB again." Yo, what's up? I mean, dude, two picks, no interceptions, didn't give the game. You know what I mean? Like, the, two I'll say this: two no touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, I'll say this though: the one touchdown he threw. Should have been picked. I'm not sure if you saw it. Oh, with the guy just... Bro, he made the same throw against the Panthers. Like, literally the same <laughs> one where he spun off 
And then he threw it into triple coverage. No one congratulated him after that touchdown. <laughs> nah, like, Yo, bro, hey, man, we got lucky with that. Don't do that shit again. Yeah, that's exactly what Sean Payton said. For sure. But I think, you know, they're, they're playing New Orleans Saints, you know, a smash mouth offensive line. They're running the ball, you know, getting a lot from a lot of guys. And, you know, six carries, 32 yards, a touchdown, five yards per carry for Taysom Hill. The defense is just, I'm really impressed with the defense or, you know, They've been they've been carrying them to that two and one start. Okay, Falcons and Giants, a game that features two generational talents at tight end and running back. Unbelievable! What a just on Eli Manning ring night. If there was a, if there was a game for the Giants to win this year, <laughs> it was this game. Man, it is it is just so frustrating. As an outsider, what? What do you think is the biggest issue for the Giants? Because you know what, man? Look, Daniel Jones don't do it for me. But the past two games is not his fault. I, I think if you're making a pie chart of the issues with the Giants, his has benefited the most of shrinking this year. Because it used to be like, yo, it's all him. Fuck him. He's an asshole. Who He's drafts a Duke quarterback? They're only good in basketball. I don't think it's all on Daniel Jones. And this is coming from someone who I've, I've been checked out from him two years now. Right? They have a lot of talent. Like, skill position-wise, they got a lot of dudes that could ball. But they lose Blake Martinez now, torn ACL. And it's like, fuck, man. They oh, lost. Line. Yeah. I, you know, them in Pittsburgh, I don't know how you can draft a luxury pick. And, like, we're going to tie two games into one because that's the next game we're going to talk about, Bengals mm-hmm. and Steelers. And my thing, my thing, Imp, is if you're the Chiefs, you could draft CEH as a luxury pick because you just won the Super Bowl. You just won the Super Bowl. At the time, your O-line was still really good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they got hurt. And they, they, their O-line was bad in the Super Bowl because they got hurt. Yeah. It wasn't that they had a bad O-line. So you could do that if you have that luxury. When you're the Steelers and the Giants and you draft running backs in the first round, Giants in particular, you take them second overall, and your issue is O-line. I saw a great tweet from someone, and I apologize because I don't have it in front of me, but it's like, yo, drafting a running back high when you have a shitty O-line is like having a sports car in a city with a bunch of potholes. It's yeah. like what's the what's the point of that, bro? Or 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 driving a Ferrari when you live in a when you live in a, in a shack. Yeah, or like the roads are so fucked up, yeah. and, and the Ferrari is like an inch off the ground, right? Dude, Najee Harris, seventy percent of his carries, he's getting hit three yards or more in the backfield. Yeah, it's like what are we doing? And did you see the fourth fourth down play? It was probably the worst play. Call oh my ball. god, what was that? Bro, that was an Eli Manning 2018 play, a checkdown. Did he just think the entire world was blitzing? And 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 I don't I don't. Yo, I had... even if that's the case, one thing I always liked about Derek Carr, him and Winston, they would lead. They'd be like top five in the league in this advanced analytics stat, which is throws to the sticks, basically. Like, yo, it's third and eight. Hey, can we not check it two yards behind the line of scrimmage? Yeah, I mean, I understand if it's maybe make a turn and make a stretch, different story. But that ball was behind the line of scrimmage, and it was like th- fourth and ten. It's like, bro, at least go out on your shield and throw some shit into the end zone. Yeah, the Ben Ben mobility is it's looking bad. What would you say? So you think it's O line for both? Yeah, 
I know, well, I, and quarter. I think quarterback play. Last year they tried to hide it with Ben. Mm-hmm. Everything was was underneath slants, screens, button hooks. You can't yeah, throw the. P- Pittsburgh got some weapons too, so you can't say it's the it's the weapons. You can't there. throw the ball down the field. It's the offensive line. I say it's the same thing for both teams, man. It's tough. It's, what do you do with Ben? He's gonna retire. Yeah, I get that, but like, you know what's unfortunate? If this was like the NBA, imagine they just trade him. <laughs> Like, yo, imagine if they're... Let me think. Think of, like, a good backup. Give me a good backup. Hmm. Mariota, he's hurt, right? Yeah, but he's he's probably... He might be the best backup in the league, Mariota. Put Mariota on the Steelers. Granted, they're in a good division right now, but I do feel like that team... Granted, they have some injuries on defense, but I think if they had a, a, a quarterback that could just do more, I think they'd, they'd be a... You know, hmm. I don't know. Imagine if the match made in heaven has always been Cam. Yes. Kind of fits the mold of a Pittsburgh guy. Like, I know yeah. he's not from Pittsburgh, but that tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew. Just anyone. Because I think it's Ben in the O-line, but I think the O-line could be... You can mask the O-line a little bit if your quarterback's more mobile. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, you see that for years in Seattle. So it's like, you can get him out the pocket. You could get him moving around. At least he's not a lame duck. Defenses are looking at Ben like, I just have to get to him. Because he can't outrun me. He can't. He's not really break. Remember Ben back in the day? Oh, yeah, yeah. Shake people off. Roll out. Now it's just like he's a lame duck sitting there. So it's like, you know, not only do you have no arm. You know, he threw the bolts. He targeted Najee Harris 19 times. 19 targets as a running back. Yeah. It's not going to cut it. Yeah, it was wild. But, yo, dude. Show love to the Bengals. Yeah. A team whose offense I was very, very bullish on. Yeah. Great weapons. Great weapons. And, yo, Jamar Chase, dude's yeah. a baller. Maybe we shouldn't have drafted Sewell. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Even though Sewell's been playing well, too. Yeah, fine. Over yeah. there. Yeah. But, man, Burrow, 14 of 18, 172, three touchdowns. Didn't get mauled, right? Didn't get sacked once. Remember last year, this was yeah. a game where he got lit up. And right now, bro, if you're Pittsburgh right now, you probably have the worst quarterback in the division. Easily. Yeah, I shouldn't have said probably. Like, you definitely have the worst QB in the division. Easily. Yeah. Easily. I don't know what to do. You, it's, it's, it's one of those years where it's like, you know, can they get to 9-8? and eight? I wish the Bengals had a different coach. If the Bengals had a different coach, I would have picked them as a team that can make. The, I, I agree with you. The only thing that I'll say is, like, he's an offensive-minded coach. You have to kind of put some of the success that Burrow has had. You have to give him some of the credit. You know what That's I mean? True. It's, it's That's a fair point. That's a fair point. And they didn't have T. Higgins, who he has great chemistry with in that game. Yeah. And look, Joe Mixon is not a very popular guy, but five yards per carry. Yeah. I don't know. I never really understood the hate for Joe Mixon. Yes, from a fantasy perspective. It comes from fantasy, right? The guy is extremely... If you just watch the Bengals, you can tell the guy's extremely talented, three down back. So he's a guy who's a better real-life football player than he is a fantasy guy. Remember Melvin Gordon, his first year? He got like 380 touches. Like, he was a volume guy. It's like, yo, you got to play Melvin Gordon in fantasy because he's getting 20 carries a game. However, it was like 3.8 yards per carry. Yeah. So, yeah, the fantasy community don't like him. But in real life, I'm, I like Joe Mixon. And, they don't give, and you don't give running backs over $10 million a year unless they're good. Yeah. Like, and no, like, I don't care how. Look, you could overpay for a wide receiver. You could overpay for certain positions. But they, the entire NFL knows 
You're not overpaying for a running back. And he got over 10 a year. You know, that's not a coincidence. He's a good player. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And, and they finally got some pieces around them. The weapons are good. I want to piggyback off that running back take, but real quick, Patreon roll call. Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Devin Rendon, Jordan Riley, Corey Johnson Hoops, Mike Wozniak, welcome back, Ryan Pisner, Stephen Briggs, and shouts to Robert Mays, pledged for an entire year. Nice. Big, get you. big, big play Mays. Big play Mays, baby. Let's go. Going to get you some merch. Make sure you slide into my DMs, and when you do, it got to be feet first to set the tone. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Check out the extra content on there. Okay, running back, right? Bro, it's the position I want to make very clear. There's not a position in sports I'm more of a hypocrite on than running back. I support the running back holding out 100,000%. I get it. You get ran into the ground, and then they're like, yo, here you go, Jets. And Le'Veon Bell, your problem now. Pittsburgh got the best out of Bell, right? And then the dude's career, he's not been the same. You're talking about a guy that was an all-pro. So I'm in favor of the running back Getting holding out to get your money. I also would never give a running back money. You look at how volatile of a position it is from an injury standpoint and how guys just... Yo, you remember the C.J. Anderson year with the Rams? Mm-hmm. Do they signed like, him off the couch? Yeah. He was getting 100-yard games against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Reason why I bring this up, Dalvin Cook gets the bag last year. Yeah. Has an awesome year, but carries a, the injury label with you. Yeah. Costs you a fantasy championship to yours truly. No, no doubt about it. <laughs> I mean, that's not why I lost. It's because I traded McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. That that was, was just yeah. Not. <laughs> Another guy who got the bag. Yeah. And then has been hurt. And the reason why I bring this up is you're Minnesota. You give that money to Dalvin Cook. He's an outstanding running back. Top five unanimous. If he's not in your top five list, maybe you shouldn't watch football. But then Madison comes in, bro. 115, 110, uh, around there. Over uh, 100 yards. 115. 115. Like, yeah, I understand. Um, How do I, you feel about running backs? I See, the McCaffrey thing is different. I think if, if, you're, if it's a three-down back, which I would imagine most of these running backs that are getting paid are three down backs. It's a different story if they're like multifaceted and they're parts of your, you know, you know, they're part of your offense in other ways, not just running the ball up the middle for four yards. You know, it's a different story. Also, depending, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the, 
it's the structure of your team. Is your quarterback on a rookie deal? Mm-hmm. I don't mind paying a running back twelve million dollars a year for three years if I just drafted a rookie running back, uh, a rookie quarterback, and he may make my rookie quarterback's life a little bit easier. So there's certain scenarios where I would pay, but I agree with everything that you're saying too. It just depends. Um, but Kirk Cousins is on a big contract, so but Kirk Cousins has been balling, bro. Shouts to Kirk, man. Through three games. 918 yards passing, eight touchdowns, no picks, and he's only been sacked five times. I, the reason I bring that up is because I sat in this chair to my right during the, during the preview, and I said the Vikings offensive line is better than people think, and I said the Vikings in general are going to be better than people think. They're only one and two, but they're definitely showing some signs of life. And I think they were the best 0-2 team heading into this week. For sure. Lost the game in overtime. Lost the game they should have won. Kicker missed like a 36, 37-yard field goal. And it was a spot where Minnesota was my favorite play of the week. Boss got that running thing, the Ty Locky. It's 3-0. And his, uh... It's 3-0 so far this year. And, and I liked it. I thought it was a spot where you have Minnesota coming off two gut-wrenching losses on the road, now coming home in a must-win. Mike Zimmer, tremendous against the spread record. Only Bill Belichick is better than him, and Bill Belichick is the GOAT. Yeah. And it was just a spot where I liked everything happening for Minnesota. And at no point in this game did you feel, once they grabbed the lead, it was a wrap from there. No answer for the offense. Justin Jefferson balling out. Uh, yo, what about uh, the tight end? Uh, Conklin. Yeah. Dude had like seven catches. And he's a guy who wasn't even in there on the menu for them really because Irv Smith got hurt. They traded for Herndon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean you got you get you get production from guys like KJ Osborne. You mentioned Conklin, 70 yards, seven catches. Yeah. It's a team effort. And I I mean, I just to me, I think it's the cousins thing. He's playing very well, mm. handling the blitz. He's doing a great job all around. So um Yeah, I mean, dude, they shut the Seattle offense out in the second half. Seattle scored 17 points total. All 17 of them were in the first half. Yeah. And we know how explosive that offense is. So, you know, I, I, I hate patting myself on the back, but, I, you know, I think this Minnesota team is better than people thought. You think? Ah, it's a strong take, man. It's a strong take. You yeah. were definitely high on Minnesota. And it's weird, right? Because, like, if you like, it, it's sort of similar to Cincinnati in the sense where, you know, if you like all these weapons that they have, don't you think they could win some games and be competitive? Yeah. Right? And you have a quarterback that you like in Joe Burrow. And look, Kirk Cousins, he doesn't really get me like super switched on, but I'm also not, you know, flaccid out there. Let me say something. We were talking about Sam Donald before. Yeah. I think Sam Donald, like Kirk Cousins with the right people around him, with good weapons, you know, offensive line intact. He could make the, he's like a playoff quarterback in a way. You know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of what I think Sam Donald could be, like a Kirk Cousins. Middle tier, maybe it's towards the front, maybe you if, know. If but all the pieces around him yeah, are nice. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's like a you know, I I think of the Vikings' weapons similar to like maybe not the Panthers, but I don't know. You got a couple good receive, pretty good receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, good running back, and and, and you yeah, know, you put the right quarterback there. I want to go back to the last game on the one o'clock slate. Okay, which featured arguably. The worst call of all of week three. I know where you're going with this. Where am I going with this? The field goal. The Arizona. Yeah. Dude, 
A 68-yard field goal attempt. Terrible play call. There's a. I have another really bad play call, and we'll get to it. Is too. it in this game? No, it was in the Miami game. All right, we'll get to that in a sec. But same with this. What the fuck, man? Kingsbury, you were winning people over. And how do you, like, luckily it's the Jaguars, and that didn't bite you in the ass because you ended up winning this game. But that dude, Agnew, is known for being a very, very elite special teamer. And the one thing you got to remember, bro, when you have your field goal unit out there, it's all big guys. You really Ain't got no speed. You got D Hop out there to chase someone down. Nope. So what the like? Not even indoors. And I, I Matt Prater had the record prior to Justin Tucker for the longest field goal in NFL history. I was also in Denver. The atmosphere or the four the, or five the, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, no. What are we doing? It's a terrible play call. And that made this game look closer than it actually was. Yeah. I was hyped about it because I kind of liked the Jaguars with the points there. But damn, man. Urban Meyer kind of looks in over his head, man. Yeah. The comments for last week where he says every team's like Alabama. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's all pros. (laughs) What the fuck do you think? Yeah. Uh, And again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier on in the season. Is he... Is he... Coaching, you know, eight six hours a day, you know, and going home, or is he in the weeds scheming up each, you know, game plan each week with his coaching staff? And that's kind of, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you know, a little shaky. You know, that, that flea flicker pick was brutal. Yo. <sighs> but look, am all I the crazy? Am I, but am I crazy for wanting to hit the panic button on him? I mean, look, bro. When you throw to wide open receivers your entire college career, you play in a garbage conference. The ACC isn't a garbage conference, but the ACC is a garbage conference in relation to Clemson. Clemson is so much good. better than every. We got UNC, Miami. Like, yeah. let's be let's be real here. You know what I mean? Like, that's why all of this talk about the conferences and like, oh, you go play for SEC school. At least you're going against top talent. There's some truth there. Like. From a prospect perspective, right? It's like, what, you're going to go 11-0 against cupcakes? You play one or two tough games each year? Like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence has a national title. He does. But, like... The reason why I say the panic button thing is because I think of all the rookie quarterbacks... Yeah. ...that are starting. I say that because I like the San Francisco roster. I would take his weapons over all of them. Yeah. Chark. Char, Robinson, Jones, Jones, Robinson, Chenault. Yeah. As opposed to Corey Davis, who outside of week one, Elijah Moore, we've been waiting, right? Maybe A-Rob, but, you know, and Mooney is now becoming this darling. But yeah. I, I still think complete. Although, for sure. And it's just looked it's just looked pretty shaky, man. The tough thing is also it's not just the picks. It's the two fumbles as well for, for, for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. The pot, those pockets ain't clean. It's, 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 it's tough. Um, As the uh, president of the Christian Kirk fan club, my guy's bowling out out the slot. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this because even coming out of college, him and uh, Kyler Murray have great chemistry together, but Fitzgerald was still there taking away reps of him in the slot. He is a bona fide slot wide receiver. And, you know, 15 catches, 239 yards in, in the first three weeks. And he's becoming a guy that they rely on 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 big downs. Also had a hundred yards receiving. Shots to AJ Green. Is it twenty fourteen again? Him six targets over a hundred yards. Oh, shouts to AJ Green though, man. Kyler Murray didn't really have a nice game through a pick, but you know this is defense dominated, 
and he scored on the ground. Yeah, just, 20, 28 for 34, 300 yards plus. The one pick, he ran one into your point. Yeah, wasn't a beautiful game, but you take these. These are the games that you're just you, – you, you, although, to be fair, as for my first point, it wasn't exactly close, but it looked closer than it was. And, and look, anything can happen on a Sunday. Um, Jets-Broncos. Jets' play calling has been atrocious. You a loyal dude, son. I fuck with you for that. You're right or die. I got nothing to I say. I try to get under your skin with Zach Wilson. You're like, nah, man. You're not. You can't. Because what? I, it's just like we have the wrong LaFleur brother calling the plays. We got we have the little brother of the Packers head coach. We is have that like ro- a, is we, it like a first cousin? We, we could hit so up. So I said maybe right. they have a, you know. Like uh, a young uncle, like in the, his mid-40s or something. What's yeah. the dad doing? <laughs> Nah, and I'm I, I I mean it, I mean it respectfully, you know, respectfully. I said, it's just it's not good. He's in shotgun on first down. Like, I, I'm hitting my head on the mic. They're just not setting him up for success. Yo, is it crazy to think that their defense has not played bad so far this year? Overachieving, and that's Salah for you. Yeah. Everyone that that knows Salah that was following him said it wasn't the year where everyone was there that they won the suit that they made it to the Super Bowl. That wasn't his most impressive year. And by the way, he, he you know in, in the Super Bowl he, he did a pretty good damn pretty damn good job as well against Mahomes and those boys. He actually said they, people are saying last year was Salah's most impressive year. The six and ten with everyone injured. The defense was not the issue. So he's, I bet you, or it's not I bet you, I know, he's really good at, you know, getting people to play kind of above what, they, what they're capable of doing, getting people to overachieve. You just don't have anybody, man. Yeah. The roster's terrible. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much on this. It's unfortunate that injuries are starting to pile up for Denver in the receiving core. Hamler now torn ACL, dude who is having some, you know, he was a guy who hashtag watched the tape was getting open he's the most explosive one in the group oh easily and against the giants he was like a yard away from a 60 yard catch and he connected with drew lock in the preseason on a big bomb against minnesota but now you're down judy who's gonna come back eventually but hamlet is now out for the year and it's it's unfortunate because in, in sports betting, they call these cluster injuries all to one position group. So I would just be a little careful about Denver. And also, bro, like, I'm not really buying the hype with Denver. Your three wins, you play who's on your schedule. Totally get it. But I also have the right to criticize you when the three teams that you beat. And do you know how many wins they got? One. Zero. They beaten the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. Jets. Yeah. So how good are you? Let's Hel- see you this week. You play Baltimore. Helps your confidence. It does, yeah. You're getting that vibe of winning. You believe you're a good team. For sure. Absolutely. But I also, it was the same thing with the Patriots a couple of years ago. Yeah. Remember they're 8-0 and you're like, yo, your best win is against like, who? <laughs> Miami who, or whatever. Who was it? Like, you know, so. Yeah, and, and not only are those do those teams have no wins, but now that I've dug a little bit deeper, two rookie quarterbacks. So. Yeah. With, but like. Say what you want about the Broncos. They can hang their hat on defense. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, that's what they're known as, right? A Vic Vangio-led team. They're going to hang their hat on defense. So, you know, let's see what happens against Lamar. You know, they've seen him a bunch. We'll see. This game exceeded expectation. 
And you know what? Shouts to the Raiders, bro. Because this was a typical game they would lose the last couple of years with Gruden. Yeah. You're feeling good about them. You're 2-0. Car MVP talks. Comes out. Pick six. 14-2 after the first quarter. You're like, oh, shit. Same old Raiders. Battled back. Battled back. Again, Derek Carr, 386 and two touchdowns. Shouts to Peyton Barber. Hashtag running backs don't matter. Crazy. Coming in and just 111 yards and a touchdown. And, yo, Renfro, that one route. Yo, Renfro's on, on, on your boy Howard, too. Top five offense Raiders? Are you talking just like... Well, so, are you saying from a stat standpoint or just like, you know, perception-wise? I think that they're kind of, from the weapons that they have, overachieving as an offense. You got to give John Gruden credit. He may not be the greatest, you know, with Mayock. He may not be the greatest at, like, evaluating talent. Like, the Cleveland Farrell picks looks terrible now. The guy was a healthy scratch. He was their number four pick. Yeah. That's a terrible pick. Ruggs seems to be kind of turning a corner, which is great. But you can make the argument that, he, you know, he may not be the greatest at evaluating talent. But when it comes to play calling and execution, it's tough to argue, man. Because other than Waller, it's like, you know, Brian Edwards. I mean, Renfro I like, but are they really doing it with much? Like Peyton Bar, like come on, bro. Peyton Barber's 111 rushing yards yesterday. I just, I think he's getting a lot out of a out of a group that that's not the mo- that really that impressive to begin with. That's a fair assessment, I think. Like, there, yeah. That's why I think a lot of people are excited about Derek Carr this year too. Yeah. That, and by the way, I, we we're talking about dumb play call. Miami's on the on the one yard line, their own one yard line. Oh, the swing pass! They Bro. threw a screen in the end zone, and I get and 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 it's. Just, I mean, I can, I want to laugh at Jalen Waddle also, not laugh at him, just laugh at the fact that he had twelve catches for fifty eight yards. Yeah, in Bama, those twelve catches were for like three twenty seven. <laughs> uh. Yo, fireable offense, whatever called that play. It's terrible. I'm telling you, I'd be the worst GM in sports. Yeah. Like, you, you do some... Yo, yo, Kingsbury, what are we doing? 68-yard field goal? Yeah. Hand, hand, hand the play sheet over. Yeah. Someone else is calling plays the rest of the game. What the... F- terrible play call. I, one of my other notes here is... Uh, I'm going to go back to Miami. Ruggs looks like a receiver, not a speed threat now. He's starting to... He not just catch go routes. He's kind of that that route tree is expanding. I'm impressed. You know that pick is looking better well, now. Yo, you know, to to his defense, he he's he's playing with a lot of pressure this year, bro. You look at the other dudes in his class. He was the first one taken, and all those guys balled out. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, like these are guys who were fucking balling, and you gotta you gotta make sure you can step up. I think Brissett exceeded people's expectations. They did they drive late in the game? They score? Like, I don't know, man. If you told if you told me that the Dolphins with a backup. Let me just yeah, let me just cause I know where you're going with this. All you need to know is that the line didn't move when Tua got announced out. Great point. So that goes to show you how professional odds makers value Tua. If they come out and they're like, hey, Chargers are a three-point favorite, and then now before kickoff, they're like, yeah, Herbert is not going to play today. They're going to be like a seven-point underdog. I don't even know who the backup is in, in, in L.A., but 
that goes to show you the drop off between one and two. And when the line don't move, it's tough, man. If you're Tua, it's tough. Yo, that just scared me, dude, because I'm like, what the hell is moving in here? <laughs> Those phone panels. I got to put like up. a cat yeah. or a dog. But would you agree, though? Yeah. And, yo, kicking it, that field goal in overtime, if you're Miami, to tie it? Like, what are we doing? Well, how, many yard, well, how many yards were left? Do you know? Like, Bro, what, what, I don't... What was down in distance? That doesn't even matter to me. Because at that point, you're just giving up. Because go for the touchdown there. Because if you kick a field goal and you tie it, then it's sudden death. They have the advantage on you. Yeah. That was really funky to me, too. Yeah. I mean... That's what happens when the Dolphins don't really create as many turnovers. I think it was only two picks. That defense is good, but what they're really good at is creating turnovers. You know, 31 points. Granted, it's overtime. I still don't have a read on Miami. I don't know. The Raiders, I think we can all say, they beat some good teams. Down, All of these games are down to the wire. It also makes you think about you know, one one possession games next year they may swing the other way too though, right? Right. So, but I don't know, man. The Miami thing is so the uh, Miami offensive line is absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm. Everyone that's plugged in is saying that no one can really be successful with that offensive line. Ugh, I don't know, man. Shouts to the Raiders though, bro, and, and John Gruden. You know, for every, for all the shit and and for all the jokes, you know, on his behalf. You know, a couple gutsy wins. Game of the week. No, no, go. Do your thing. Game of the week, though. Rams, Bucks. Well, what we thought was the game of the week. Right. Yeah. And as someone who is financially invested in the futures market, in predictive analytics (laughs) on the Rams, I was very switched on watching this game. Stafford, to me, I think there were two camps entering this year with Stafford. He was in a bad situation. It wasn't all his fault in Detroit. And the other one was, yo, he is who he is. It's not going to be as overreactionary as you think it might be with him going there. And yesterday, quiet time. Yeah. 343 through the air, four touchdowns. I got a take for you. Ready for this? I'm clipping this. This is how you know it's a take. Right now, at this moment, after three games every team's played in the NFL, there is not a more valuable offensive weapon in football than Cooper Cup. That is not a quarterback. I mean, I'll elaborate some more. It's not like he came over from Detroit with him. They just, like, met. And he is just peppering him with targets. Nine for 96 and two touchdowns. We were talking about Keenan Allen before. They know the ball's going to him on third down. And that's how you know you're an alpha. Yep. When you know it's down five in the fourth quarter, Kawhi got the rock. LeBron got the rock. Durant got the rock. Right? Third and eight, third and seven, third and 11. And it's still going to that guy. And guess what? You know who else knows that? The defense. And you ain't doing a damn thing about that shit. So right now, I think at this very moment, the most valuable non-quarterback in the NFL for his team success is Cooper Cup. Can't argue that. And by the way, let's just say, you know, for what it's worth, 
It's not like Cooper Cup turned into this guy. I mean, but didn't he tear his ACL or something? Yeah. He he's been killing ever since the injury, pre-injury. Yeah, and you know the 2019 season, he had a monster year. Had him in fantasy. Shouts to Cooper Cup. He was a dirty lamb. He got the sticker. You know he's real. Last year, he was a prime touchdown. You know how like they say touchdown regression? Mm -hmm. Oh, Devontae Adams scored 18 touchdowns last year. Don't expect that. Maybe he'll get like 11, which is still great, but don't expect that. Last year, he scored like two, three touchdowns, Cooper Cup. He has six now. It's like, this is a dude who might lead the league in receiving touchdowns. Yeah. And yo, like, speed. What about the speed? Bro, you haven't even seen the second round pick that they took. Atwell. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Van yeah. Jefferson did something last week. Van Jefferson, week one. Robert. Deshaun yesterday. Bro. Over 100, over 100 receiving yards yeah. for, for Deshaun yesterday. I was having nightmares. I'm like, oh, I've seen this story before. A lot of, yeah, a lot of weapons. And, and look, Sony Michelle, 20 carries, 67 yards. It's clear that it's ride or die Stafford. But also, you can't run on Tampa Bay. So... I thought I thought Sony Michelle played well yesterday. Moving the stick, uh, moving yeah. the chains, just yeah, got him like for first and ten. It became second and six, second and five. You know, uh, yeah. a second and seven became third and two, which you'll sign up for. Yeah. It's ride or die with Stafford for sure. But man, I just I just love everything about that, and I don't think less of Tampa Bay at all. Like, don't get it twisted. I just think that the Rams are a really good fucking team, and they didn't have a B also. I will say that that secondary is banged up in Tampa Bay. Yeah, the, the Murphy Bunting got hurt in week one. Carlton Davis has been a little, not himself. They say Devin White's not the greatest in pass in, in, in pass coverage. So And JPP didn't play because of COVID. So just, you know, I, I feel strongly that this is going to be a rematch again. Yeah. I don't think any less of Tampa Bay. If you lose to a team like the Rams, like, I don't think less of you. If you're Tampa Bay and you lose to the Giants, I'll be like, you know, you know maybe you're not that good, bro. Do you think this could have been a look-ahead situation for the for the Bucks? They play the Patriots next week in Foxborough. I was thinking it was a look-ahead for both teams for the for Bucks Brady. Maybe not the Bucks, but maybe Brady. Granted, not that he played poorly or anything like that. Four hundred yards. I think he's one of the only quarterbacks to throw for like over four hundred and twenty-something yards and only throw one touchdown. But is it one of those situations where like he's gonna he knows he's gonna break the record next week? I don't know. I it's just one of those things that, because the first quarter you watched that game, the first quarter yesterday, sl slobber knocker. Yeah, just nothing was happening, and then you know, if you had a, if you had an under ticket, you probably you, you know, maybe jumped off a roof. <laughs> I didn't have an under ticket, but I know someone that did. Imagine first quarter zero zero. You're like perfect. Anyway, um, I just I, I'm wondering if that's what they're looking if if that was a look ahead like. Both teams, maybe not as much the Bucks, but maybe Brady. So I don't, I don't know. That was just something that I was yeah, thinking may, about. Yeah, maybe Brady, but Brady's DNA isn't that though. Yeah. Brady isn't a look ahead guy, really. So, and they all say that they've adapted the Brady mindset, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that's a fair. I hear what you're saying, but I don't know if I agree with that. Just best team in the NFL, you think the Rams? Yeah. They play the Cardinals this week. That's going to be fun. See where they're both at. Yeah. The Cardinals have played so-so mm, talent. Yeah. Opponents. Right. Yeah. I'm I, you know, I'm curious to see. You, you all good on that game? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Uh, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by tonight. Dallas-Philly. Because I feel like Dallas has played two good opponents. Yeah. 
right? And you're one and one. You know, a couple. Uh, the, the game against was it Tampa Week One? Dallas played pretty damn well, right? They could have won that game, and then they beat a good Chargers team last week. Philly beats a bad Atlanta team and then loses to a good Niners team. So it's like, which Philly are we getting? I because I think we know who Dallas is already. They're going to be able to score at will. And, you know, some of their secondary players are solid. You know, solid linebacker and rush the pass a little bit. I think we know who Dallas is. I don't think we know who Philly is yet. I'm really intrigued to see what happens tonight. Are we sure San Fran's good? I think so. Kind of a kind of a rough loss to Green Bay. Yeah. But is that does that say something about Green Bay or does that say something about the Niners? The reason I bring that up is because historically – you know, the Niners have had the advantage over Green Bay. Not just wins and losses, but also if you think about the coaches, LaFleur came from Shanahan. That's like his younger, it's like his little guy. You know what I mean? It's like my, you're like my little cousin. You know, you're my a protege, whatever the case mm-hmm. is. And he dominates him. So it was awesome for LaFleur to get one of those, to get one on his, on his, his big man. You know what I mean? His mentor. Give me that win. The Niners have dominated the the Packers and Rodgers in recent memory. So, yeah, that was a big win for them, too. Yeah. Dude, how do you let Adams come back into that game, bro? Like, yo, eye test, just eye test, right? Not Definitely not a doctor, not going to ever claim to be one, but concussion protocol. They zoom in on his face, and he's, like, hitting The Undertaker. <laughs> How? How you let him back in the game, bro? Yeah. I don't care if you pass the protocol there. That's just a bad look, in my opinion, right? He probably wanted to play, obviously. I get that, but you can't preach me on player safety, and then you let a dude like that after that vicious... That was clearly helmet to helmet. Yeah. And you can't preach player safety to me, and then let that dude go back in the game, and then you play games on, on Thursdays. So it's a little hypocritical to me. That's a gripe that I have with the NFL. But do it's you such agree? a strict protocol, though. That you got to imagine if he passed, because how how often do we say, "Oh man," you know, like I feel like I, I applaud what you're saying, and I agree, but I also feel like ninety five percent of the time it's everyone complaining. Oh, you know, this guy's never coming back in the game. He passed the protocol, a strict protocol. You don't think like. You know, there's independent doctors out there. Mm-hmm. They have no, they have no, you know, they have no, no, no skin in the game. Yeah, I love. I've I've been listening to, I forget one of these retired NBA players. He was talking about how you know players are hesitant of doctors, and one of the things that they always say is, at the end of the day, the doctors get paid by the team. Mm. If it's a fifty-fifty decision, the doctor's gonna lean to the guy who's paying his paying for his mortgage. Because that's why players are a little bit more hesitant on, you know, being all in with the doctors. And that's why all this Kawhi stuff happens, right? It's like, yeah, bro, I'm not going to listen to you. You're paying, the team is paying you. Like, they're probably, they're just trying to get whatever they can out of me. So, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, maybe you're right, you know? But yeah, these are independent a, doctors. Yeah. No, that's a fair assessment, dude. But I also just think, I, you know, I always value the eye test, right? Like, yo, that guy just looks like the better running back, or he just looks like the better quarterback or point guard, whatever it might be. And to see that hit on Devontae Adams and you let him back in the game, it's like, yeah, I get the, the concussion. Pro- it just it just didn't sit right with me. Yeah. I'll say this. The Green Bay defense, 
You gotta you gotta like what you saw in the first half. I mean, think f- from the perspective of they didn't score until like the last thirty seconds of the half. Yeah, Green Bay. You know, for, for for all of the negativity that they got on the defensive side of the ball, you gotta like what they did. Granted, they wound up giving clo- giving up thirty uh, close to thirty points, but you know you. you Progress, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And at least in the first half, you know, Shanahan's great at at, at making adjustments and and uh, clear as clear as day that they did in the ha- at halftime. But still, you have to be kind of you have to you know walk away from that game as a Packers fan, saying, okay, we're, we're I feel good. Last thing is, I think Trey Lance needs to play sooner rather than later. Garoppolo. He's great from five to ten yards, but the offense is so limited. Yeah, you know, Lance has a host. He's a little inaccurate, but at least he opens it up with the running. I think Garoppolo limits them tremendously. And I also think that it's a mental thing with Garoppolo, where he plays not to make mistakes, and he's afraid to really sling it. Yeah, like yo, even the touchdowns that they scored, like the one to Uzcheck, it was a checkdown. He made a play, and also Uzcheck made a play. Yeah, he made a play there. And you, yo, you got some weapons, bro. They got. I like. I like their offense. You yeah. know, we were talking before about of all the rookie quarterbacks, whose situation do you like the most? And I excluded them because I didn't want to say, "Yo, would you take Sam Fran's offense?" Because of the rookie quarterbacks, they clearly have the best weapons for their rookie quarterback. Yeah. And but, this, and the best scheme and play caller yeah, and offense yeah, and offensive yeah, yeah. line, like. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan definitely wants to like strangle Jimmy G and be like, "Yo, bro, we gotta just we gotta just pull the trigger." It reminds me of the Kaepernick year. Or Alex Smith was the quarterback. Same team. Same style of quarterback, too, right? Vanilla, you know, don't won't turn the ball over for you. He can hit those short plays, but when push comes to shove, when you need a big play, look what happened. How they scored that touchdown yeah. early on? It was it was Lance. Hey, you had a good tweet about Aaron Rodgers too. How seems, could you? Uh, seems like he cares, right? How? I mean, dude. Uh, you know, I fell for that trap too. That it, maybe after week one, it seemed like he didn't care. And even last week, like, all his touchdowns were just check downs to Aaron Jones. But, yo, yesterday he made some throws, bro. That one, I couldn't get over that one touchdown to MBS. Well, the touchdown was sick, but I thought the play. To set up the field goal? Yeah. Again, how do you let that happen, bro? Like, yeah. You know. Oh. <laughs> but, yo, that throw he made to MBS, and then he's fired up on the sideline. Like, you know he wanted that shit, too. A chip on his shoulder. You know, he knows it's the last hurrah with this team. And, um, you know, he's playing for another contest. That's a big win for them. Yeah, for sure. And again, you you take away that first the debacle. You take away preseason week one, and what I mean by preseason week one, I mean that Saints game. You know, it's a different yeah. different Packers team. Dude, banger, banger Let's get of an it. episode. My mouth is not numb anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your Kanye performance right here. Uh, where can they find you, bro? I M P Y seven one eight on Twitter and Instagram. Give me a follow. Yo. You know, uh, I kind of I posted something the other day, and I got some. I don't. I don't want to say heat, but I got some feedback from it. LinkedIn. Nah, it was like uh, on Instagram and and Twitter about. I feel like there's a lot of people that I know that are really really good at content creating, and really care about it, and want to take it more serious, or even already take it serious. Like I know a bunch of people that get paid to content produce. And they do a terrible job of promoting it. That they do it? That, like, you haven't posted since early August or May or April about the thing, like, what your brand is or what your show is or what your, you're a musician. Like, what's your new song? Like, bro, there's so many people that I know that are, like, nice. 
and they just do a terrible job of putting it out there. Like, yo, how are you going to get discovered, bro? Yeah. And you were, you know, you were an inspiration to that post because I feel like you're mad good at this stuff, man. Yeah. And it's just you, other people that I know, too, that I'm close with. It's like, man, like, bro, you, you got to take chances, dude. You got to fucking get uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's it's stuff that I'm constantly doing. Like, now I'm posting more on TikTok. I mean, I'm not going to be dancing. <laughs> but it's like, yo, find what works and, and, and do it, dude. Because I think you're really good at this. I'm so happy that you're back on. Yeah, man. I had a I had a Patreon meeting with some of the patrons the other day. We do this like every, every month, and it was the first one. And they were all like, "Yo, I'm happy Imp is back. Like we got we got awesome chemistry together, and and I love doing shows with you. And you know, like even today, pull the current back a little bit. You came in, we're just like, "Yo, let's just run through the whole slate. We didn't really prepare much, and I thought it was a banger of an episode. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think I think a lot of people, man, are, are are under that umbrella with you. And look, this isn't an attack on you, and I know we're doing it on the show. But like, this is like, yo, bro, I, I think you're mad good at this shit. And it, it just it just pains me when there's people like you that are nice and like they don't do anything extra to like, what are we afraid of? You yeah. know what I mean? Like someone listening to this, like, you're afraid of your shit's not going to hit. Bro, the video that Kevin, Kevin Jones, shouts to Kevin, Blue, Blue Wire CEO that he found me on had like 120 hits on, on Instagram. Fire. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it wasn't the... Yeah. I've had one video go viral, and it was that Daniel Jones shit, which I wasn't even in. Like, it wasn't a video that I was in. You know what I mean? So it's it's like, yo, you got to just take chances, dude. And I'm in a position now where, like, I don't, I'm so happy with how things are. Like, my whole dream from day one was like, yo, I want to get paid to do this shit full time. And that's what's happening now. And it's like, yo, it's all because you, you take chances and shit. You know? yeah. I had a lot of combos with people that would be like, Oh, why are you posting so much of your shit? Like, why not? Dude? You have like, to. It's part of the job. What? Why not? Yeah. If not now, when? It's funny because... Who is, who is that? I don't know who it's from, but I've seen that before. If not yeah. now, when? Um, yeah, no, I mean, I told you that I'm using this time to create, you know, sizzle reel, highlight tape, things of that nature, and we'll kind of see where we're at at the beginning of the new year. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, have my girl edit it. She's great at editing. Shots uh, to Sam. Yeah, I'm gonna send her all the tape sit with her one day and just be like, we'll do this, put this one in there, we'll do this one. So yeah, I'm looking forward to creating a highlight reel, a sizzle reel to send around and hopefully be able to do this professionally to your point. Um and uh it's scary for some people, me included, right? It's not easy. Not everyone can kind of just, you know, jump off the cliff or, or jump, you know, dive into the pool, so to say. So it's one of those things where it's like to really do it to your best ability, you have to dive in all in. But then, no, no halfway crooks, bro. So it's one of those double-edged swords, right? Where it's like, to do this to your best ability, you need to only focus on this to your best ability. So it's just, you know, finding that sweet middle ground. Um, I've had a lot of people hit me up and be like, yo, I could do what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's not a slight or I'm not offended by that. Absolutely. But you won't. Yeah, that's. The, yeah. And I don't mean to come off as arrogant, but you, you won't. Yeah. Right. Like. Will you get on a flight to go to a different city to do some interviews without knowing anyone there? Will you piss away weekends and birthdays and even, you know, it's been well documented. I've mentioned it. I'm, I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. Like, I was a big reason for why shit fell down with, with VM, but things work out in mysterious ways. I wouldn't be in the position I am now if it wasn't for that, too. Yeah. So it's. And look, I was in a, it was a position in my life where I wasn't in the best state, 
But things happen for a reason, man. But throughout all that, I live by three words. Get shit done. By any means. And especially when you got something that you're good at. Like, why not? Got it. Why not? Why not us? Why not us? Why not that's you, That's the line. Yeah, that's a fact. Turn, Turn up, up time. Yeah. At Veterans Minimum is where you can find the show. Pep Talks. End, end of episode, Pep Talks. Life advice. <laughs> yeah, Life block. I love I love that, ep- that segment. Act like you know. At Nick Days is where you can find me. Actually, at Nick Days 10 is where you can find me. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold says so. <laughs> Brother. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.